Get hyped for Sonic 2 month. All of the Sonic 2 music slaps. Please tell us your preference for most and least favorite tunes. Okay. So this was, I think, the hardest question. And I, and I pondered over this for quite some time since, since you sent the questions over to me. And, uh, you know, I mean, this game is 30 years old. Do you think I'd have it nailed down by now, wouldn't you? But <laughs> I, I, I went back and I listened to the soundtrack on Spotify. Thank you, Sega, for putting that on there, by the way. It's so good having that there, ready to go whenever. And I always thought, you know, Emerald Hill... Chemical Plant were, were, were my favourites, and they are. They're, I mean, they are two of, I guess, the most iconic pieces of music from the game. And I think I mentioned previously, like Emerald Hill Zones was the perfect way to start the game. That first zone where, when the splash, king, the splash screen came up and that music kicked in, and, and, and it, it got you going, it got you buzzing and everything, but... Like I say, pondering over it for 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 some time before we sat down to record, and I and I think actually, my favourite piece of music would have to be the Hilltop Zone. Mm. Okay, so it's a good choice because <laughs> like I, I mean Emerald Hill Zone. I mean, I have that as my ringtone right now. You know, it's a great piece of music and. I'd say Chemical Plant Zone, Oil Ocean Zone, great music, Mystic Caves, another amazing piece of music from a video game from, and, and for Sega to produce these this kind of quality music in 1992, it's incredible, especially with the limited memory and everything else they had to to, to work with. But Hilltop Zone is the only one that I find tapping my feet to when I'm playing Sonic because it is so, it's so happy. It's so jolly. And you, you get that, uh, great little intro into it and you get it kind of, kind of thing. And before it just kicks into the main part of the, the tune and I'm, and I'm tapping away, I'm humming away to myself when I'm, when I'm going through this zone. And, uh, I think that's probably why it's, it's my favorite of the game. I like it. Like I say, it's a good choice. It's a good choice. So, again, right, we're talking about you've had 16 cakes, which was the worst cake. What's your <laughs> least favorite piece of music, right? Well, what what would you would you hazard a guess on which one I might say? Oh, gosh, I don't think I could. I don't think I could hazard a guess. Um, okay. Uh, it, it, it obviously ties into my least favorite zone, uh, mm. and that's the Wing Fortress zone. Right, I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back uh, like for it. the music as well, and I think this is probably one of the other reasons why it's it's my least favorite zone from the game because I don't get on that well with the music from from Wing Fortress as well. And I mean, there's a good there's a good tune trying to get out of of out of that, yeah. but it hinders itself, in my opinion. And that drum bit, you know, you go, do, 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 do. And it kind of, I don't know, they're just a bit of a, it's just a bit slow for me. It just really, as long with what's going on in, in the zone as well, the music as well is, 
just slowing me down again and it doesn't it just doesn't feel i don't know it's it's hard to explain i think uh it doesn't no, feel I the same it. as I the other it. zones yeah uh, yeah it just it's, loses it's, that momentum a little bit i think yeah it's it's like like I said about um, uh, Casino Night, right? The the visuals and design of Casino Night force you to slow down, yeah. and I think perhaps the music of Sky Fortress is is meant to be running slower to give you the feeling like you're slowing down. Maybe, perhaps because throughout the game so far, if you discount Casino Night, everything's been quite literally gotta go fast, gotta go fast, gotta go yeah. fast. And Sky Fortress is like one of the final level. I think it is the final level before. Uh, Metal Sonic and and Robotic, right? So it's Mm -hmm. like, this is, we have to slow down a little bit so that then we can make the final bit feel as big and as fast-paced and as important and as as, uh, adrenaline-fueled as as we need it to be, right? Maybe maybe I'm I'm reading too much into it, right? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe they're trying to put a bit of drama into it, I guess, you know, trying to... Give you the, the the sense of the stakes that were were there for Sonic to, to succeed, I guess. But it just I don't know. It just it just didn't quite work out for me personally. And I wish that it, maybe even if they kept the same music, kept it a little bit faster, um, or just not give those drum bits. They just really kill it. You know, like the, the rest of it's fun. It's it's not as bad. And maybe if they'd found a different way of of giving that drama to that piece of music than those drum bits, then maybe. But no, uh, it's a it's an eye rolling, <laughs> it's an it's an eye roller when I when I hit that zone with that music. It's no good, <laughs> no good. It needs to go in the bin. If that was on part <laughs> uh, of the game, like it. then it, that the that bit needs to be screwed up and the- chucked it in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> This is, I, I, as soon as you asked me this question about music, I was like, this is such a mean question. <laughs> because Sonic 2 <laughs> is, is one of my favorite video game, like, OSTs that there are of all video games, it always ranks really high. Um, so I'm going to say, I'm going to use the cop out of my favorite music is the, the staff role music at the end, because that encompasses like all the themes. <laughs> Of all the levels, I like it. <laughs> if if I had to me the iconic like music from Sonic Two is uh it's it's the opening uh, that you get da, 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 ba, 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 da. that that is yep. like it's so iconic to me um so it also ranks really really high like just when you're in the menu um. Um, my least favorite track, it's, this is a really easy one. It's the music you get when you're drowning or about to run out of time. And it's just the worst, but, but it is also combined with, and this is, this is like my request for Mark. If he's listening, I want you to find a sound effect for, you know, when Sonic gets an air bubble, <laughs> that's the best sound effect in any video game no sound effect beats that so at least you've got um it, it might be coupled with the drowning music but the, the when you get an air bubble that's some great do- sound design <laughs> it really is it really is oh man that that running out of air music is it just it's i'm, I'm af- afraid of using this phrase 
because I, I worry that it it will you know detract from people who really do suffer with anxiety but it's like anxiety inducing in me it's worry inducing it in me and i think it makes me stressed it's good <laughs> yeah it's great sound design though like that's you know part of it is like mm -hmm. music to motivate you on music to make you worried you're going to lose soon um so it, it's great sound design but head it i just it makes me sweat a bit <laughs> yeah yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally agree. And like you say, we're, we're talking about the best and worst pieces of music in a collection of incredibly good pieces of music, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and that all makes sense because, you know, the, the music was written by a, I hate to say it like this, but a musician, right? That's obvious, right? But what I mean is um, it was the uh, the bass player for a Japanese pop band called Dreams Come True. Uh, Masato Nakamura, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was—he's an actual musician making pop music, and they—they, they, you know, Sega talked to him and were like, "Would you mind making the soundtrack?" And he was like, "Okay," and made the soundtrack. That's why it's full of absolute bangers. That actually makes <laughs> a lot of sense. I—I I knew the name, but I was like, I—I've never looked any deeper than that. Just like, okay, yeah, that's the song to composer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you see, now you know a little bit. <laughs> uh, least favourites. I'd say the least favourites got to go back to the co-op stuff because um, I, I, I would love Mystic Cave's theme, but it's the Versus theme they did that I... Oh, I it, it brings back bad memories of <laughs> my brother having finished and then that 60-second clock starts ticking and then me desperately trying to get through and getting crushed or fall into a pit and going, getting frustrated. And then that constant, you know, thing constantly just going through. I'm like, it's kind of like the game's needling you going, come on, finish the level. You got 30 seconds left, sort of thing. <laughs> and I always just like, yeah, I know I'm not very good at this. Stop haranguing me. <laughs> um, first for favorite, um, it's probably got to be Chemical Plant. It's just such a jazzy, iconic theme at this point that you go straight from the sort of blank hill, be it emerald or green or neo-green or whichever one you want to go with, whatever hill zone for the first act, and then into big factory chemical plant with a big jazzy vibe synth stuff that's just an absolute banger. Yep, I agree. I agree. And to be fair, you know, I feel bad because I'm asking you to pick the worst song in a collection of absolute bangers, right? So, mm. <laughs> oh, it, 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 it's um, when I when I say the Mystic Case versus themes, the worst one, my least favorite. That's not even saying it's bad. That's just saying I, it's got to be a last place. Mm -hmm. You know, the the, the song two soundtrack is all they're all really really good, but there's got to be one I go, eh, you're probably the lowest. <laughs> no like i say i appreciate that and it's it's a difficult question to answer because like i say you've got this 12 to 18 tracks of absolute amazing music which oh. one's the last one some like you say someone's got to be last right yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no we're, we're, we're talking about if you arrange all the music onto an album which they did several times if you arrange hmm. all the music onto an album it's an album that you're not going to want to skip tracks all right very very rarely in musical history for a given group band artist whatever do you get a single album where it's bangers from start to finish right hmm. even less so 
in video game music at around the 1989 to 1994 range, right? Mm -hmm. There's just, at the time, most video games were like bleeps and bloops. Sega put loads of effort into theirs, Nintendo put loads of effort into theirs. Nintendo Mm. famously hiring Koji Kondo to work on the Mario music whilst ripping off Mm. a whole bunch of music from the 70s, essentially (laughs) repackaging them as chiptunes, but yeah, Yeah. and then going, whoops, I totally didn't realize that. Um, So, uh, famous example being, uh, you know, uh, Starman, the being a ripoff of a song by called "Summer Breeze" by Piper, and it is exactly note perfect, the same. It is. It is. It's it, anyway. Right. <laughs> Moving on. Right. Um, the the Sonic Two soundtrack being written by an actual musician. Uh, I'm sure that I've you know we've brought it up a few times between uh, between ourselves, but uh, uh, from dreams come true. Um, and and he was a traveling musician, a, a performing musician in a band, and they, they, they were doing wonderfully well. He wrote some amazing music, absolutely. So before I talk about my my number one, my favorite, I have to give you an honorable mention, and that is Sky Chase Zone. That stupid level I talked about where you're on the on Tails's aeroplane, you got to use up and down to look up and down, right? And it is it's wonderfully chill for what it is. Right. If you put yourself in the situation, if you can imagine the situation, you're a blue spiky hedgehog who wants to run left or right very fast and has to stand still on an airplane <laughs> 10,000 feet in the air. As one does. Absolutely. It is a wonderfully chill piece of music for the situation it's in. But it's, even so, it is a wonderful piece of music. So Sky Chase Zone gets an honorable mention, right? My favorite and I will say this all the way through, but and, and again, I'm picking my favorite from a from a series of bangers, right? Is Metropolis Zone, right? It had sounds in it and mus- musical arrangement stuff, instrumentation in it of the pop music that came just slightly after, right? Just slightly after Sonic 2, maybe around the time, I'm fudging my numbers here, but around the 1989 through to 1995 period of time, you've got the similar sort of sounds. It sounds like it's, yeah, because it sounds like it's an electric guitar in a stadium, right? And there's like this wonderful, like almost, it's almost like it's a a hip hop style uh, Roland 808 drum beat behind it, but it's not. Right, and so it's merging a couple of different musical styles, and it sounds like stadium rock in a video game. And no video game has done that, at least in that period of time, with that hardware. No video game has done that uh, as as well since. Mm. Right, so that's mm. pick for my number one. Right, and unlike everyone else here, I'm going to have another honorable mention. I've had, I'm going to have honorable best, honorable worst. Um, honorable worst has got to be. The Aquatic Ruin Zone, but only because, only because the music in that game, in that level is brilliant. The reason I'm bringing it up as worst is because um, it was one of the two levels where you could end up underwater and you get that harrowing, really anxiety inducing dead, right? That, <laughs> that is why, right? Because, because there are two levels that do that, but Aquatic Zone, Aquatic Ruin Zone, um, and which one was it? It was Aquatic Ruin Zone and Chemical Plant Zone. Both had that idea where you could fall into the yeah. water. With Aquatic Ruin Zone, if you did it wrong, you couldn't get back out. Mm. Right? But at least with Chemical Plant Zone. That was the worst. 
Exactly. Right. So that's my honorable mention for the worst, only because you could get trapped and have that horrible heart rate um, increasing. That kind of thing, right? But my my, num- my number one vote for worst music in the entire game is the special stages. <laughs> and a particular special- reason why? Is it the music or is it yeah the yeah? So it's, the, it's the music of the special stage, right? But um, and and it's because it's so like all all music is repetitive, right? I'm going to say it's repetitive, but all music is, but that particularly is repetitive, and especially when you're 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 forced to hear that piece of music at least eight times in the game if you want to get all the chaos emeralds, but more if you picked Sonic and Tails because Tails jumps late and moves late and gets hit by yeah. everything, you lose all the rings, right? So you have to hear that piece of music at least eight times. And all it is is like an like a um, it feels like all it is is just going through a single chromatic scale, do 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 do, and that's essentially. I mean, there's a little bit more to it, but that's essentially the the meat and potatoes of that song, right? And you have to do it, and every single time you have to do it, something's going to go wrong. So it's that. It's the special stage. That that for me is the worst one. I seem to remember you getting all of the Chaos Emeralds before getting our Emerald Hill Zone mm-hmm. one time and then realizing, oh, crap, the minute I eat 50, I'm going to go at the speed of sound. So you're going through a chemical plant <laughs> fast as hell, and all I heard was profanities. Absolutely. Because you're going Absolutely. way too fast. That'll teach yeah. you. Don't get all the Emeralds first, dear. <laughs> Don't be good. Don't do well. That's what you're saying. Not till later on. <laughs> Please tell us, was Sonic 2 your first venture into the Sonic games? And yeah, again, this is where my memory blurs a little bit because I did own a Master System before the Mega Drive. And I, right. I do have clear memories of playing the Master System Sonic games. Whether or not that was before, it, it must have been before I played Sonic 2. So I, I think I think it must have been like the Master System Sonic the Hedgehog one that I, that must have been my first Sonic game. And that was a good game. I really liked the Master System games. I really liked how they battled with the limitations of that console and they still managed to bring in some different things. And I'd wish that they'd brought some of those things into the Mega Drive versions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, the... Um the uh what do you call it the para parasail yeah that's not the right word for it the hang glider but, isn't it yeah that's it yeah sorry the hang glider yeah mm. that that whole bit of sonic i want to say it was the first one um i and can't remember the, which one it was but <laughs> they blur together don't they <laughs> they do yeah the um there was like a um almost like in how in donkey kong country there was like a a, a a, a uh, like, that's it minecart sorry yeah. i'm having loads of problems with words today there was like a, right. almost there was like a minecart bit that you could do and yeah. then, you yeah. know and this was before donkey kong country right so they did it first yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes definitely yeah and yeah. there's there's obviously the uh many years later janet jackson totally not ripping off of sonic the hedgehog 2 on the master system as well so <laughs> i mean yeah there you go <laughs> We don't know whether that's true, folks. That's just something that we all know. <laughs> but never confirmed. It's, it's, yes, exactly. Never been confirmed. 
Sure. So yeah, I think I think it's it definitely must have been the Master System Sonic the Hedgehog. That was my first Sonic game, and uh, I definitely remember picking up the second one as well. Never had a Game Gear though. I never bought a Game Gear, so I never really played the the Game Gear games. I think all you missed out on with having not had the Game Gear is having to go through five hundred thousand triple A double uh, A batteries <laughs> in about an hour. Yeah, it's the only thing you really missed out on. <laughs> yeah, that, I remember that always put me off hearing the fact that they eat the batteries like nothing. And I I had a Game Boy, so obviously it, it, it sitting lasting off its uh, two two double A batteries or was it four? Can't remember two or four, but you know it used to last for hours on end. So I, I was quite happy with my Game Boy. Um, so yeah, I think that's probably the reasons why I never picked up the Game Gear. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes, Sonic Two was the first Sonic game I ever played. Yeah, yeah. There's because um, like for for people of um, our similar vintage, I think, and I like to say vintage because it sounds classy. It I think <laughs> there's like uh, there was a whole bunch of Sonic games all came out roughly at the same time, and some people remember the first one being their first one. Some people remember the third one being their first one, and some people remember like it wasn't even on the Mega Drive that my first Sonic game happened. And I don't mean like you know some people legitimately played the Dreamcast or whatever first, but what I mean like there was one person who said to me, "Yeah, yeah, I played it on the Master System first. I was like, "Wow, that is." That's a that's a callback. <laughs> Amazing, because um, well, yeah, whenever mm. I was a kid, I had Sonic Two, and then not not long after, I also had I I can't remember if it was Sonic and Knuckles or Sonic Three or I don't understand what was happening with that release, but it had Knuckles in it. That's that's it. I know that it had Knuckles in it, and you could also link it to Sonic Two by putting the cartridges on top of each other because that is a thing that you could do. Yeah, yeah, I th- I think that was Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah, um, I think, or was it? I can't remember. You're right. It's really confusing because they kind of dropped at the same time, and it was like get this one and this one at the same time, and then mm-hmm. if you combined three and Sonic and Knuckles, you got extra levels. Yeah, right? I it's think like, what? it was Sonic and Knuckles <laughs> I played, not Sonic Three. But I think I've maybe played them both. I don't know. Um, I did go back and I, I played. They, as they do on Humble Bundle, they released a Sonic Humble Bundle edges ago. Like, this is my first introduction to Humble Bundle. And I remember that was how I ever played Sonic 1. Sonic 1 is brutal. You can't spin dash. There's so much pixel perfect jumping. It's actually really hard. Yep. <laughs> You're absolutely right. It was, it was, it was. The first one is so so. Uh, it is so difficult, but I think what they what they did was they took all the lessons from the first one and applied it to the second one. Right? They just made it easier, just because like, hey, if we make it just a touch easier, um, then fantastic. Because like, um, I think in my opinion, the first Sonic and the first couple of Super Mario Brothers movies, movies, video games. <laughs> it's because I've got the Super Mario Brothers trailer in my head. Um, the the first Super Mario Brothers game relies so much on magic pixels to be able to make the jumps, right? Because you think, oh, well, you know, if Mario's standing facing left because he's moving right, then his left foot is at the front. But what you don't realize as a kid is your left foot can actually dangle off of a, 
like over a chasm and you'll still be okay. So like there's there's one or two magic pixels that you have to kind of if you if you really want to make the longest jump possible, you've got to do it right at the last second. It's... And I think Sonic used that, but because it moved so fast, it was so hard to do, right? Yeah. And I know in the first one, I actually think this ha- this happens in the second one. They hadn't quite fixed it as good as they should have. Whenever there's like moving platforms, it can sometimes if you're moving up, like you can sometimes get squished by the ceiling, for example. And mm-hmm. sometimes I don't think it sh- that wasn't the intention of the design. They just didn't think about it uh, for some parts. Some parts it's mm-hmm. definitely intentional, but uh, other parts I'm just supposed to be standing here and then it gets squished it's like oh okay um (laughs) um but yeah the first mario is like it's difficult and the first time i remember specifically encountering pixel perfect jumping was there's a level in um i think it's the last level or maybe the second last level in um golden axe for also for the the mega drive um you have to do this jump over a chasm and i just it's awful. I think I only made it like one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah. I, oh my goodness! I don't think I've ever finished any of the Golden Axe games. I may have to make that my uh, my goal for this afternoon. <laughs> I, I really again <laughs> sack off work for the day. You could play them two player, and that was another kind of experience that we had as kids. Like, yeah. I really like, uh, again, the Golden Axe soundtrack is just something that brings me nostalgia. I don't think it's as good as like the Sonic soundtrack by a long way, but it's one of those ones I sometimes listen to when I need a bit of nostalgia. Um, having a few older siblings, we had like the Master System and the Game Gear. So I think the first one I ever actually played was Sonic 1, like the 8-bit one um, back in the day. And later, they did Sonic 2, the 8-bit one. Um, I think they were the first ones I ever played, which were very hard in comparison. They really didn't pull punches, those. Um, but then Sonic 2 was the one... Um, I think it was it was the 8-bit one, then it was Sonic 1, then Sonic 2. But by the time Sonic 2 came around, I'd kind of gotten good enough of playing the original Sonic and stuff so I could start trying to do it myself and not have my older brother just come in and take the control and go, right, I'll, I'll beat this boss. Then you can keep playing. Sure. Sure. Yeah. My own personal, um, timeline is a bit fuzzy around the first Sonic game that I ever played mm-hmm. is Squidge and I both had the master system. We had a master system game gear and a mega drive at some mm-hmm. point and the memories are overlapping. Right. And I can't remember whether it was the master system first or the game gear first or the mega drive first or whatever, but I too know the pain of those original, um, Sonic games. They were like the, they're like the souls born version of Sonic. Yes. I <laughs> bridge zone, especially when it has a, it's a scrolling level. And as a kid, I thought, no, no, the, this isn't how the game's played. You're not supposed to scroll. Ah, sort of thing. Yep. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree that, but, but yeah, I just we had we had one of the Sonic games on the Game Gear, I think, mm. or, or it may have been it may have been both the Game Gear and the, the Master System, where there's a level where you have to grab hold of a um uh, uh, a uh, oh gosh I can't remember the name of it now. Oh, 
like a like a par- not a parasail, but like that kind of oh, thing. Oh, right? the the hang glider. Uh, That's it. Thank you. Yes, it's Sky High Zone, the Sonic yes. Two. I could never get the hang glider to work as a kid. My brother always <laughs> had to do those bits for me. He's like, just press back and forward, back and forward. I'm like, I'm doing it, pressing it like two hundred <laughs> times a second. It's like, no, you have to, you have to do it every few seconds in your glide. Just <laughs> little me could never understand that. I have to wait more than like a second before I press it again. Yeah, oh, yep. I remember right. those. Finding the emeralds in Sonic Two, the eight bit one was brutal. They were. There was, there was. Oh, yeah, I remember the the hang glide a bit. I was the older brother, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, my 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 older brother's like a Sonic guru, so he would. I always sort of turn to him for his sage wisdom whenever I could struggle. Oh, it was definitely this one. This I I I feel like. Okay, right. I feel like this is this Sonic Two was the first one I ever played on the Mega Drive for sure. But I, I have this hazy memory of it being Sonic Two on the on the Master System, being the first one that I ever played. Whether that's true or not, but I feel like it is, right? And obviously, you know, we'll leave it to the listeners to find out. But and and I think we've talked about it before. Um, how uh, Janet Jackson may or may not have totally lifted a whole song um, from Sonic Two on the on the. On the master system, or indeed, it may have happened the other way around. The time period for me oh, is all yeah. wobbly, right? But there's there's a there's a section of Sonic Two on the on the master system, on a stage called Bridge, that sounds eerily like uh, Together Again by Janet Jackson. And the problem is that the years line up almost perfectly, right? Yeah. Because although the Mega Drive, although the master system was released way before the Mega Drive, the Sonic games came out after, right? Because yeah. they were done externally by another team um, in team Brazil. Brazil did it. it was. It, it as Brazil? far as I'm aware, it was. Yeah. So it could be that they ripped off of Janet Jackson, or Janet Jackson ripped off of them, or you know, I mean, everybody's everybody's uh, you know inspired by everyone else. But mm. again, almost not perfect. So you know, so maybe it's all they a just bit hazy maze cave in it, really. Absolutely, hazy maze cave. I like it. Please tell us, did you ever complete Sonic 2 and did you get the good ending? There was one, maybe two times I've got all the Chaos Emeralds. Um, but it, it was bl- blooming hard because obviously, you know, kids, we'd, back in 1992, we'd, we didn't have save slots. And we, we didn't have, you know, we couldn't rewind the game or... You know, we didn't have safe states or or anything like that. We we had if we wanted to complete the game, it had to be one sitting, or or we had to pause it and then hope that it didn't crash or you know <laughs> the cat didn't jump on the reset button or something. You know, um, <laughs> while while you was away, so it it, it was something that uh, obviously didn't happen very often because you know Sonic Two is quite a big game, isn't it? So I mean, it's not as big as Sonic Three and Knuckles, but it's still quite a meaty, uh, meaty game. So it still took you a while to, to get through to the end. So especially trying to get all the chaos emeralds, you know, if you, I remember many a times being one or two coins short at the end of the, uh, of certain sections in that special stage. Mm-hmm. I was very frustrated, <laughs> you know, very angry yeah. at myself, you know, and, then trying to find another 50, uh, 50 coins, uh, another 50 rings, so I could try and get it again. You know, it was, it was like, come on. But <laughs> yeah, it did happen once or twice, definitely to get the good ending. 
Oh, good, good. Yeah, because there was there's someone. I won't name names, but you mm-hmm. know, if people are listening, they can they can listen along and they'll know who it is. There's someone uh, who I talked to for this project, and they were like, "There was more than one ending. <laughs> when did that happen?" Because <laughs> don't you? I mean, I'm, I know I'm talking about getting all the chaos emeralds and such, but when you start the last uh, zone, you you start with no rings for, from. Mm-hmm. From remember, so to, so to kick in supersonic is uh, it's not possible, is it? Through through the actual game, you do, do you have th- to go through the I cheat think, menu? I think it, it, I think it is possible, um, but obviously you have to you have to run through Sky Fortress as supersonic. <laughs> and I always remember getting through Sky Fortress and going, no, there's a ring there. Don't pick it up because I'm at 49 mm-hmm. now. I need to get over the, <laughs> over the end of the level. Right, just as, yes. What you've yep. got to do is you've got to be supersonic as you pass the end of the level, I think. Yes. Because otherwise, you know, because he runs faster. Oh, well, he travels faster and he jumps mm-hmm. higher and he's less controllable on oh, a God, level yeah, that China. has wind physics. <laughs> Maybe this is why I don't like Wing Fortress so much because trying to do it with supersonic was near on impossible. We've cracked the case. We've cracked the case. <laughs> cracked the case. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that does actually ring some bells. Actually. Yeah. I need to go back and give that a go. You totally should. Everyone should. Everyone should play Sonic Two whenever they have a chance. <laughs> mm. Especially as it's quite accessible these days, you know, if you've, if you've got the Switch. Absolutely. And, uh, the the expansion pass on there, then it's just sitting there. Or or just picking up the, the, the Origins collection is uh, to, to give that extra modernization, which I haven't done so far. I, I've kind of resisted it a little bit. I'm kind of holding out for a physical copy. Well, I mean, there's the, the Mega Drive Mini 2 coming out very soon as we record, so. Yeah. I'm on the fence with that one a little bit. When the original right. one came out, I was there straight away for it, but I don't know if the price point has put me off a little bit because it's it's quite a lot more than the original one. I, you know, I appreciate they've got Mega CD games on there as well, but um, yeah, it's quite pricey, isn't it? I think this time around, it's it must be the licensing cost mm-hmm. that's pushed up the pricing because it's. I mean, it's it's not that it is. It's not that it is the same hardware and it's not that um the the uh, open source emulators they're using are costing them anything it's the licenses for things like earthworm gym and you know things like that i think that's what's costing them more mm. and you know somebody's got to pay for it at the end of the day right mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always us <laughs> absolutely yeah <laughs> i've never completed sonic 2 it's um one of those games I never completed as a kid. I, I as a kid I completed like the only game I think I ever completed as a kid was maybe uh Streets of Rage, which again was Mega Drive. I never completed Sonic 2. I think I don't know if I've ever made it beyond Oil Ocean Zone. I probably that was it. And that's not even that close to the end. It's just I, I'd say I want to say three quarters of the way through, because I, I looked it up out of being like, have I made it further than that? And then every other zone after that, I was like, I don't know what that is. Never heard of that. <laughs> so no. Okay, no, that's cool. Um, you know, uh, I mean, I've I've said on the on the show in the past that it took me until the the mid two thousands to finish the first Super Mario Brothers game, right? 
because that stuff oh was God, hard. Yes, you told me about that. It's hard. I, I again, like the one Mario Brothers game that I tried to complete. Oh, I don't remember. I want to say it's Super Mario World. It's the, it's the one where you fight all the Koopa kids. Oh, yeah, on the uh, on the SNES, the Super Nintendo. Yeah. It's that one, and I think I got to like the second to last world, and then there was just some a, a castle. I was just like, I cannot get past this. This is too perfect jumping. I'm not. No, I'm done. So well done on completing any Super Mario Brothers game from the '90s, or was that? What, what actually? When was the first one released? Oh my goodness! Uh, I want to say the '80s. Yeah, it probably was, actually, because, yeah, it might have been. Bang. <laughs> well, any any platformer <laughs> from the 80s and 90s, like, well done if you've completed them. Yeah, right. Uh, when did it come out? I'm just looking it up now. Oh, right, okay, so the arcade game, because it was an arcade game before it was a console game. Yeah. The arcade game was 1983. Oh, right. And the, yeah, Super Mario Brothers for the NES was uh, 86 in Japan. Uh, sorry, 85 in Japan and 87 out here in the UK. So, yeah. Yeah, that's the one that always gets me. I'm just slightly younger than Super Mario because I'm 89. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, good in, like, get all the Chaos Emeralds. Do that's the full. it. Uh, I, initially as a kid, I, I, I didn't because I didn't know about them. So the first time I ever beat it on my own, I was like, yeah, I did it. And then and I didn't. I saw my brother do it and he was like supersonic at the end. I was like, what's that? And then he had to explain, you have to remember those stages we did. And we got the Emerald. You have to get all seven. Like, Oh, okay. So then it became a mission to, to clear it properly. And yeah, get, getting supersonic is like the biggest power trip as a kid. When you're just like, I am um, invincible. <laughs> just uh, blitz through the levels. This is when you really can hold the right button and just not worry about it. Oh yeah. oh dear just stand in the lava just hit the bosses doesn't matter can't be stopped (laughs) that's it oh absolutely first few times i went through it i didn't get the good ending because you know who who reads a manual right in those in those days who (laughs) read the manual and the manual absolutely yeah yeah who read them then and nobody gets them now yeah exactly right mm. <laughs> but back then you know it actually said in the manual right if you read through it get all the chaos emeralds become supersonic you'll get the super duper ending fantastic that's your goal of the game and i had never you know i didn't read them man- in fact i remember the reason why i read the manual which led to me actually finding out about supersonic and actually doing really well so yeah first couple of times i beat it didn't I didn't actually I hadn't read the manual and just ran through the game and didn't you know didn't bother um, and then you get like it wasn't as bad as the first game but you still get sort of trolled by Robotnik at the end right ah try again so um, and I remember the reason why I ended up reading through the manual was because my uh, my school teacher at the time I was a primary school kid elementary school whatever said that my penmanship my ability to write with a pen was dreadful right and the problem was. You set me a challenge, by gum, I am going to meet that challenge. So I think year four, year five, so what, uh, nine, maybe eight, nine, ten years old. I'm like, you know what? You told me I'll show you. So I went home and I got the Sonic 2 manual out and I hand wrote 
the Sonic 2 manual and copied it out several times, two or three times, and then took in the version that I thought was the represented the best of my writing and gave it to the teacher. And I'm sure that before the end of the day, that handwritten uh, Sonic 2 manual ended up in the bin. But I proved them wrong. I can write. And uh, looking back on it now, and I'm sure that Matt Bliss is listening along right now going, yes, I get it, Jay. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You're absolutely right. That was my teacher setting me the challenge of writing stuff out and getting used to using a pen. I'm sure that was what it was. (laughs) But yeah, and I remember I got the, I got the, all the emeralds and you get a, you get a slightly different ending with different music. And I was like, I hit you in the field. It does. It does. And I was like, oh, this is good. Oh. <laughs> Not as good as Metropolis uh, Zone, obviously. But, you know. Yeah, they called it Metropolis Street Zone then, but that's not right, is it? Different game. Different game. Bonus question. If you had three years to prep and unlimited funds in the bank, how would you celebrate 30 years of Sonic 2? I am uh, making a remake. Ah. Going back to the drawing board, rebuilding every zone from the scratch up, uh, giving Sonic the more modern Sonic look. I'm uh, going to include all the music recorded from an orchestra. And I'm giving Tails a much better AI than what he does in the original game. (laughs) Because that fox is a curse unto himself. (laughs) Yep. Trying to get all the emeralds um, with Sonic and Tails, unless you have a second controller plugged in, is impossible. (laughs) You have to time the jump like two or three seconds before you actually want to jump it's just so tails will jump with in time so he doesn't get hit yep. you're like For god's sake tails please just <laughs> stop you know or he's yep. getting himself into like he's like getting himself sandwiched between a wall and something else or he's just dropping off the edge and to his doom and on a on a run of Sonic Two, I hate to know how many times Tails kills himself. So, <laughs> I mean, it's along the same lines as how many times does Mario kill Yoshi in yeah. Super Mario World, right? I guess. But, <laughs> yeah, maybe, but at least Yoshi's in. I don't know. Like Tails always comes across as like he should have a bit more uh, awareness of himself than Yoshi. You know, I can quite understand him just running off the edge because he's just a dinosaur. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Tails is just silly, but yeah, Tails would get a better AI, and he would also be able to uh, kind of do what he does in Sonic Three and help lift Sonic up and that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, and and maybe uh, I don't want to redesign the levels. The levels are fine as they are. They, they, they can stay like that, you know. I mean, and Knuckles is already able to come into Sonic Two through Sonic and Knuckles, but maybe I'd refine that as well and make him more part of the game and just maybe make the areas that he can reach with his Knuckles a little bit more exciting or uh, a little bit more worth it. 
but yeah, that's that's what I, I in in a way hard to say because obviously the original is 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 pretty perfect as it is. But I I am intrigued on what a Sonic Two remake would look like and what it would sound like. I think it, you know, like like where where Nintendo have done Link's Awakening like a couple of years ago. Mm. And, I, and I know that's a bit different because we're talking about a Game Boy game coming onto, this, onto like a main big console, but um, it, it worked. It worked well. So why not with Sonic 2? Exactly, exactly. So would it be, would it be a full 3D remake or are you staying no. in the 2D realm? No, keeping okay. it 2D. No. My, I don't know. I mean, it... it I just don't know if Sonic built for 3D. <laughs> I mean, there have been way more 3D Sonic games than they have 2D, but they still haven't <laughs> gotten it right. That's the thing. I, I don't, personally, I don't think Sonic works in 2D, uh, in 3D, sorry. I don't think Sonic works at all in 3D yeah. because the whole idea is you're going from left to right or front to back or whatever. In you're going in one direction very fast. Not mm-hmm. go slightly over here, then you turn over there and run over there. I mean, um, yeah, I, I I loved the Sonic levels of um, Sonic Adventure, mm-hmm. but it just that parts of it just didn't didn't feel like they worked properly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, like it's I don't know. It's like he always feels too light in the controls as well. Like mm-hmm. he's very sensitive to, to to moving left and right especially at high speeds and some of the stuff in 3d it can still be quite spectacular i mean we're never going to forget like you're saying sonic adventure and you're going through that first zone and then the killer whale comes out of the water and it's all kind of really cool and everything else but there's it's it's just a little bit off there's just something that's not that's just a little bit off with 3d sonic games so yeah if I was in charge of Sonic Team, I Sonic Frontiers would never would never happen. I don't think <laughs> it, it wouldn't be on the horizon. I tell you what would be on the horizon if I wanted if I was in charge of Sega or, or Sonic Team, and uh, they Sega wanted wanted us to make a new Sonic game. I'd be all over Romania too. That this is what yes. people want. This is what we want from Sonic is, and it's even more so now because 16-bit kind of graphical games are just as popular now as they ever have been. So I think I think a new, a new kind of Sonic Mania-style game would just thrive right now, and I think it would be really popular. And I'm sure there's reasons why we haven't had another one or why we haven't had another 2D Sonic game, but I was really hoping that we would have had one by now. Because I know from my own personal play of it, and uh, people who I've talked to, and what I've seen everywhere, really, is that Mania is, is held in high regard because it's mm-hmm. it's just everything that a Sonic fan wanted and more. So if I, that's why I'd be commissioning as well the, the remake Sonic Two and a new Sonic Mania game. Without a doubt. I like it. I like it. See, this is the, I, I think I've said it in the past on the show a couple of times. And uh, the, 
like there's nothing wrong with the same again please right right uh, i mean for goodness sake if you go down the pub people do that all night right sure. <laughs> yeah. but yeah there's nothing wrong with the same thing again innovate slightly if you really want to but most yeah. of mostly just give me the same thing again with different skins, different colors, whatever, right? People mm-hmm. make fun of of the fact that, you know, EA do the same thing with their sports games every year. It is the same game, just it's tarted up a little bit more, right? But, mm-hmm. like, um, it, it sells, right? Yeah. And, and, oh, and I feel like, yeah, and I feel like a lot of games devs um, end up in this this feeling of well, we have to innovate. We've got to make something new. We've got to make it exactly brand new. It's got to be got to have this umpteen thousand new features so we can stay ahead of the the curve. And it's like, well, no, like you don't need to. Like, no. look at Mario. Look at Sonic. Yeah, if you take out all the kitschy silliness of the 3D ones for the first few games, they were exactly the same. Run left to right, jump over a bunch of platforms, and get to the end yeah. of the level. Right. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, and I guess on the frustrating part from Sega is that Mario works much better in 3D, but that's mm-hmm. because he's, you know, he's obviously he's a different character. He hasn't got the speed that Sonic has, and so it, so that works much better for Nintendo to, to 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 put Mario into 3D, but it never really has for Sonic, and the amount of average to poor games that we've had because of this output, you know, and it's, it's still like a complete shame that the Sega Saturn never had an original Sonic game on that machine because they were so fixated on making 3d games. They, and they were really hope, you know, kind of shunning the 2d kind of games that got them to where they were and got Sonic to where he was. And, you know, to kind of forget that her- heritage and that's that story for Sonic. And it was just a shame. It really is. It really is. But I think that's partially, you know, because, um, the, the Saturn was, was, I hate to use this phrase, but dead on arrival, you know, much has been said about this. <laughs> sure. Much has been said yeah. about this. <laughs> the whole way it was launched and everything yeah. else. Yeah. And yeah. It, and obviously that was the, that the beginning that that was like the nail in the coffin for Sega, unfortunately carried through into the Dreamcast era, which was a shame. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, we we all know the story. Okay, so my first thought is there's no point in like re-releasing or remastering the game. Stuff like that has happened recently, and it's it's not a difficult game to get a hold of. So like having a new digital version of it, whatever. However, mm-hmm. I think that. For the 30th anniversary, the kind of people that will be celebrating or the kind of people that are, well, you know, celebrating, whatever, the kind of people who would look fondly on 30 years of Sonic 2 are the kind of people that played it when they were a kid. So those people are like adults now. They, you know, but maybe I I would love to do like, I guess like a limited edition, like physical release with like a soundtrack and some merchandise uh, something really nice, a good collector's item that the people will spend a hundred dollars on and <laughs> make some money out of a thirty-year-old game again without having to get um, too many developers involved. 
I like it. I like it. Yeah, because then you could um, you could take that unlimited budget and produce. It would be limited, but you could produce some really high quality merch, right? You don't have to use like yeah. stuff that falls to pieces or where the print comes off or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I don't know what, what merch, but I oh, you know, actually, no, I I do know what merch, and that is. Apart from a soundtrack, like a physical, a, a really nice physical soundtrack, like maybe even on vinyl as well, because people like collecting that sort of thing. Because I'm trying to think, I'm not thinking in the mind of players, th- because players can play Sonic 2, whatever. I'm thinking in the mind of collectors. Um, so vinyl, uh, maybe, um, and maybe like a really nice game manual, because game manuals, they don't make physical game manuals anymore. Um, that's ne- n- not necessarily a replica of the first one, but maybe, um, but also like combine that with some kind of art book or, you know, behind the scenes, like basically a coffee table book about Sonic 2. Right. Because ner- the nerds that played it when they, back in the 90s, are grown up nerds now who have coffee tables. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah, give me give me some merch to buy, and I'll I'll buy it and put it in my house. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, I'm sure they could probably do some really good quality, like you know, uh, prints, t-shirts, what mugs, whatever. But those two things, the 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 soundtrack, because if they released a really nice quality soundtrack, I would be really tempted to buy it. Um, I've never looked into how to obtain the Sonic soundtrack because I just assume it's something that I can't obtain because it may be re- released in Japan a long time ago, but I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they they they've re-released them recently. I mean, oh, right. I don't know. Like I say, I've never I've never looked into it either. They just like yeah. hit Spotify and or, or whatever and just listen to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know it's available digitally, or I imagine it probably is, but I have no idea if there's a physical release of it. So yeah, to me, that's it. Mm. Soundtrack and some kind of book you can put on your coffee table. Uh, if I had unlimited budget for Sonic's 30th, what I would probably do is I would say the best thing is like remake slash compilations. So... Mm-hmm. I would personally love them to see a Sonic Adventure one two like like full remake like Sonic Forces graphics that kind of high quality one as like a dual pack. I think that would do really well, and everyone remembers Sonic Adventure one and two at this point. Um, plus, you could have online stuff with the Chow Gardens, which would be great because mm-hmm. that's just money waiting to be made doing the Chow stuff. Um, but I'd also love them to go back and release compilations of the Sonic Advance series, uh, like 1, 2, 3 in battle, because uh, short of like the Wii U Virtual Console in Japan or something, I don't think they've ever been re-released at all. Right. Like having, having those as like a compilation of like Advance 1 to 3 in battle would be great. Um, uh, and then maybe some of the 8-bit stuff, either just ported across or maybe do a Sonic Mania style like visual redo of some of those because like uh, we said like the hang glider levels and things and that there's some really cool ideas in there and I'd love to see them like modernize and see what they could do with it but I, I think for his anniversary doing some of like celebrating some of his more classic outings uh, would be a good way to go to sort of go hey remember all this like we know Sonic Origins and like Sonic 1, 2 and 3 but here's a bunch of ones that either 
you've never played or barely played. And here's like two of his classic big first 3D outings. And we're going to fully redo them and make them all pretty and redo all the models and the cutscenes and stuff. Would probably be my shout. Okay. So I like that idea because you can sort of tie that into, hey, you know, the movies have come out now. Sonic is seeing a bit of an uptick. There's lots of people having loads of fun. But my question to you, and I, I am gonna, I'm gonna just throw this one out at you. No, um, no you've had no, pl- no time to plan for this one. Okay. In that package of sort of re-released compilation uh, remake um, HD-fied remastered versions of games, mm-hmm. are you including Sonic R? Uh, which one? The the 3D racing game from the Sega Saturn, Sonic R. Oh, Sonic R. Oh, almost definitely. I want full, like full redone models. Everything's got to look pretty, and I want full, like cleaned audio of living in the city and can you feel the sunshine? All the classic, really weird, great, but why was it in a Sonic game racing game music that they did for that game? <laughs> Even if you can complete Sonic R in about half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Yeah, we, we need to get, you know, Riches, Jacques, and TJ Davis back into oh, the studio and re-record it all. That's what we need, remastered music. <laughs> I, I love the songs, but they have, like, nothing to do with Sonic in the slightest. But they just went, <laughs> eh, that'll do. And it feels like, and I'm not a songwriter, I apologize for what I'm about to say. <laughs> but Because, you know, those who can do, those who can't criticize, but the lyrics are, like, some of the easiest lyrics to rhyme as well. yeah. Yeah, it's just like, like, got a, a ray track in a factory, and the song's about like global warming and stuff, and about like we got to yeah, work yeah. out how to save the future. And it's like we, we're anthropomorphic animals running around a track. One's in a car, and there's a fat man in a fl- floating vehicle. Like, what has this got to do with anything? Good tune though, but there's nothing to do with it. Absolutely. Oh Absolutely. dear. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, no, I'm glad that you're including Sonic R because a lot of people wouldn't. And I'm like, yeah, all right, it was a little bit janky. But like mm. I say, the soundtrack made up for it, I think. Oh, definitely. It's still a lot of fun to play. Because um, more recently, I picked up the Sonic Gems collection because um, I, I was um, hoping in the near future to do a bit of a charity stream that was going to be play, start with Sonic 8 bit and go all the way through over like a three day long binge of i'm just gonna do every sonic game we're gonna complete them all so i've been picking them all up again and i've played through sonic r again i forgot how much fun it really actually it is even if it's quite short <laughs> but uh definitely wanted to add to the list so first thing i'm gonna have to do is get a hold of my time travel cucumber travel back in time one. of course a true everyone, gentleman travels in time uh, yes indeed everyone needs a time travel cucumber if you are indeed a gentleman um or India, uh, whatever. Anyway, uh, yeah, gonna travel back in time, go back two, three years, um, travel over to, to Tokyo, kick, ninja kick my way into the, the Sonic, uh, the Sega headquarters, say, give me a billion dollars. I've got a fantastic idea. And they'll say, what's your idea? I say, give me the billion dollars first. Then I'll go put it in my bank account. They'll fly back to the UK. No, um, what, what I would do is I would I would petition them to make more Sonic Mania. Right, I feel like it's something that's come up a whole bunch with everyone else answering their questions. But Sonic Mania would be my, you know, more of this, please, because um, although 
okay, my cynical hat on. It's Sonic Two with with upscaling and a little bit of extra levels and stuff. Yeah. But oh my goodness, what what amazing extra levels, right? It is it is genius. More Sonic Mania meets Sonic CD. So Sonic Two, Sonic Mania, Sonic CD. More of that, please. And perhaps like a a, a limited edition. Um, Ah, yeah, here you go, right? Take a leap right out of, and I'm going to name name drop a band here. Very few people are going to know what it is. Take a leaf out of the uh, Lark and Shell book, right? What they So the Japanese rock band, um, and before one of their uh, anniversary tours, I think the 15th, uh, 15th anniversary tour. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, they had a, a, a website, and you could go on, and you could pick your favorite songs. And... The songs with the like from their entire catalog. They were like, "Tell us your favorite songs by us," and mm-hmm. the songs with the most votes became the set list for the live performance they gave later that year. So you mm-hmm. do that, except without the set list, without the without the live performance, but like as a limited edition vinyl and CD and you know all that kind of stuff, right? So it's like selected best or user selected or player best, right? Mm-hmm. So then you've got a billion people all around the planet giving their votes for the top 20 Sonic songs from any Sonic game ever, right? They're all listed. They've got all the copyright for it. You just pick the top 20, and the top 20 get put onto a CD. I think that would be quite cool. So that and more Sonic Mania, please. (laughs) We've had a lot of fun with our guests talking about Sonic 2's 30th anniversary in this episode. But I'd like to take a moment to offer the thanks of both Squidge and myself to the following people for spending their time talking with us about Sonic 2. Gamer Jason, Neza, and White Mage. I'd also like to thank the following people. They weren't involved in the episode, but they helped greatly in putting it all together. Andrew Dickinson, Jason Madsen, Mono of Tokyo Gaming Life, and Lulu. Be sure to check the fuller show notes for some of the links to these wonderful people, and do go check every single one of them out. With that being said, why not go play some Sonic 2 and then join our Discord server? There's a link in the show notes. And then let us know what your answers are. Let's keep this conversation going. Intro music is Among the Stars by Muse Station Productions. Outro music is I Need You Watashi no Sabate by GH. Spoiler break music is Spectrum Subdiffusion Mix by Phonics. Palette cleanser music is Breathe Deep, Breathe Clear by Siobhan Dagay. See the show notes for more details.